third time the charm. You mean? <laughs> Y'all want me to lie to you right quick? I'll lie to you right quick. I promise. I'll lie to you. It ain't nothing. I'll look you dead in your eye and tell you it's going to be a short one. Ain't no sweat off my back. Ain't no sweat off my back. So let's go ahead and get right on into it. Dropping today. Shit was dropping all week. I put the topic in. I put the topic in my nose. Shit was an open and closed case within 24 hours. You can't be my love. That's what Diddy said. Who was talking? I know I want that nigga Wale. I know it wasn't Wale. It bet not be that nigga that be humming all over the track. Oh, it was cut that be humming all over the track? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got your fix. Y'all nigga best mind your business before I had to stand on that shit. Episode 160. Start this joint. You hear me? Yeah, fuck it. Let's get into one. Let's get into one more right quick.
I want this is what I want. I want you on the bed. I'm gonna be in the chair over in the corner. Multiple recording devices set up. And what I want for you to do is to fucking grab. Grab that big black more than a decade yeah actually i can you you giving it up how i like it you with the shits yeah, I want you for way more than a year. Be the man, wanna see you doing good. I don't wanna get rich, leave you in the hood. Girl, in my eyes, you the baddest. The reason why I love you, you don't like me, cause my status. I don't wanna see you with a carriage, living average. I wanna do my thing so we be established. And I don't want you rocking the fabric. Girl, I wanna give you carriage. Till you, you feel, feel like a rabbit. rabbit. Anything in your path, once you can have. Walk through the mall, if you like it, you can grab. Total it all up and put it on my tab. <laughs> I'm fighting for you, Jack. I'm fighting for you, Jack. They both from Virginia. And let's get right on into it. What's up, folks? It is your one of my favorite Wodey Jack or Jack. Just another nigga with no bitches and an opinion, and I've been wildin' for respect. Doogie Rally Run. I just can't even. I just can't stop having. Nigga, that's some bullshit. Look, like I had to tell little mama. We get right into it. Like I had to tell her mama last week. Thought I was rich. Till I met my rich homie. Thought them other niggas was boring and vanilla and redundant. Until I started chatting with Joe Black ass. You been wildin'. You been on the... You a freaky ass nigga. I got to reassess some shit now. Talking to you. Got me over here feeling away. I don't like that. Imagine if the bitch was talking to that boy. Can't stop, won't stop. Uh-uh, uh-uh. The fuck? Yeah, nah. Off the top. We going we gonna to get right on into it. So, if you don't know, because you could, because you could be in Russia. You could be in Russia. You could be in Istanbul. 
One time for instance, Bull the ones is carrying the ball. I plan on making the trip. So you might not be abreast to what's going on over here stateside. It has been alleged that Puff Daddy, founder of Bad Boy Records, possibly one of the greatest musical ears in hip-hop history. Yes, that is up there with Pharrell. Yes, that is up there with Kanye West. Yes, that is up there with Dr. Dre. Yes, that is up there with do I want to put Timbaland in there? Do I want to put... They both uh, from Virginia. Maybe I won't put Timbo in there. I might not put Timbo in there. But you get what I'm saying. We're talking about Sean Combs. It's been alleged that this boy was out here doing the most. Getting real with this shit getting real wild style with this shit let me see if i can pull up and maybe i should have did this before i started excuse me if i can pull up some of the 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 lawsuit papers let's see cassie verse diddy lawsuit if we if we can just go over some of this what 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 all has been said? I don't even know where you find this shit at. Um, here we go. Lawsuit details. Mm, hold up, guys. I know I shouldn't have did that. I know it's gonna come right back. I know it's gonna destroy everything I made. It's probably gonna get you for a cent to win. But this game I play ain't no way uh. to fix it. Inevitable that I said where I would stop me before I even started. When I get to one brick, then the game I would depart with. Got to one brick, then I look to the sky. But sorry, gotta give me one. Yeah, do y'all like when I drop that song? I be hoping it. Y'all should love it. That's fucking come on, man. Come on, that's falling. That's come on. Jay went crazy on that shit. Uh, did I find the court documents? No, but I did find a little. A little excerpt. And it goes, number three. The truth, however, is that Cassie, Miss Cassandra Ventura, was held down by Mr. Combs and endured over a decade of his violent behavior and disturbed demands. For Miss Ventura, the dark times were those she spent trapped by Mr. Combs in a cycle of abuse, violence, and sex trafficking among other violent and unlawful acts. Tell me what you want from me. Take a look at what you see. What did Diddy see? Because I'll be honest with you. I never seen what he seen. I'm going to keep it a stack. I'm going to keep it a stack. I'm going to Google it right now just to see if I can... You feel me? 
Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. I never seen it. I never seen it. Is little mama ugly? Hell no. Is little mama cute? Of course. If you ask me, that's where it stops. She ain't drop dead gorgeous. She not beautiful. She ain't the pretty. She ain't the prettiest bitch I ever seen in my life. She a cute little. You know what I'm saying? She a cute little John, but but that very well could have been what that very well could have been the attraction, especially if you reading off the shit that this nigga Diddy was talking about. See a little cute bitch. That's just like again. It's just like back in my heyday, wilding out. Sometimes I come across women and they just be, and I just, and I just be really kind of shocked. Again, I'll tell you guys, if there was one thing that being involved in the lifestyle definitely did to me amongst other things, again, life, if you, life applies to life if you just apply it. This was just another example of you can't put shit past nobody. You can't judge a book by its cover. You don't know what the fuck motherfuckers up to, into, or none of that. Because it'd be some of these joints I would see and be like, wow. You you really you really pretty. You really fine as hell. You really this and that. You Why are you here? This is the type of shit. Like, what are you doing here? Your husband be letting you, for real? And that's not to say, like, of course, it's not just ugly, like, I don't even know if this shit would exist if it was only just a bunch of ugly bitches circling around. You know what I'm saying? Like, if that was just the standard. But sometimes it's just like, wow. We over here at the Stella, hella deep. And, you know, you finna get ran through. You finna get ran through. And then we're gonna run through Little mama over here. Then we're going to run. You, Who knows how I might go? Maybe that could just be, you know, what get what, what get a motherfucker off. So, yeah, maybe that's what Diddy like. Damn, just seeing this little cute young bitch. Like, man, she cute as hell. And I already know. Once I lace her up, draped up and dripped out and whatever the fuck she want. Lifestyle and Versace. Lifestyle and Louis Vuitton. I'm going to drape her up and drip her out in Lifestyle and Louis Vuitton. That by year two, year three, we finna be knee deep into these freak offs. It says that Mr. Combs raped Miss Ventura in her own home after she tried to leave him. Yikes. That's rough. That's really rough. I don't. I just don't get how niggas just, I don't understand it. I don't understand how niggas can just, I don't get what the, I don't get what the stimulation is, what the arousal point is of just being that dominant in that overpowering and overbearing and what not over a woman, bro? Like taking pussy. That's just that shit just ain't never clicked for the kid. I don't get it. 
often punched, beat, kicked, and stomped on Miss Ventura, resulting in bruises, burst lips, black eyes, and bleeding. Again, is this the prettiest woman I've ever seen in my life? Not even close. Is she drop-dead gorgeous? Maybe if I seen her in person. But through pictures, no. Is she ugly? You guys know I'd be lying if I said yes. But she is incredibly cute. Incredibly cute. What would make you want to do that? And have her looking not like that. You know, I remember one time, uh, chick I was dealing with in, back in L.A. Uh, we had stopped talking for a little bit, whatever the case. Then she fucked around and jumped into a relationship. Was I tight? A little bit. Just because it's like, ah, damn. Like, we had a good thing going. Friends with benefits, all this and that. Now you just jumping into relationships and shit. Like, where does it even come from? Where you meet, bro? So we weren't talking this and that. Then one day she just hit me up. I think it was maybe around my birthday, her birthday. Our birthdays was really, really close. Like, maybe a day apart. Mine's on the 29th. I think hers was on the 30th, maybe 31st. Some shit like that. Oh, uh, so I think she hits me up, wishes me a happy birthday, whatever. We get to talking this and that. Then she gets to tell me about relationship that she was in. They broke up, whatever. Dude was was wilding. I don't know if he beat her multiple times, but I know he, he got on her ass one time. So we talking about it and shit, right? And then she just sends me a picture. Like a couple pictures of like the aftermath of one. One time this nigga really just putting like crazy hands on her. And I just remember thinking to myself like, oh shit, this is how women feel when a nigga just send a dick pic from out of nowhere. That shit turned my stomach. That shit, it really made me mad, honestly. Not like angry, but just like, I did not ask to see, why the fuck did you send me this? I didn't ask to see this. Like, and and this is going to sound incredibly fucked up. This is going to sound so fucked up. But when she sent me that, it almost made me look at her in a different light. Because she just looked so bad. Like, bro really fucked her up. Like, her eyes and shit was all black. Bruises and shit all over the side. Like, he neck and shit all bruised. Like, he really, like, he ain't just hit. He ain't hit Lil Mama. He really beat Lil Mama. Like, he beat this woman, bro. Like, what the fuck? And now it's got me. And it's just like... So I'm just really kind of thinking, like, what the fuck? Like, how'd you even put yourself in this position, bro? Like, what was it about this nigga? Like, what did you see in this nigga? And what didn't you see in this nigga that didn't make you think something like this could happen? Or would happen? Like, what the fuck? Where's your discernment at? Where, like, it, it, I wasn't judging, but it just kind of made me look at her in a certain way and... She just, again, she looked bad, bro. She looked bad. Like, it was like, damn, like, you a pretty woman, pretty smile, all this and that. I only know you from just being pretty and a nice smile and whatever the case. And now I got to see you in this light. Like, ugh. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just didn't look cool. It didn't look cool. And I remember, like, uh, she was like, you know, she wanted to hang out and this and that shit. And I was telling her, I was like, I ain't going to lie to you. I ain't trying to see you right now. Like, if you look like this, like, if there's any, like, remnants of 
what happened. I don't want to. I'm not coming to see you because that's all I'm going to be able to think about. That's all I'm going to see. And I I just don't want to be around it. Like, I don't want to see it. You know, but she was like, no, this was like, oh, everything's cool. This and that, blah, 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 whatever the case. Um, So, yeah, I just don't understand how, how like, again, this is all legend. I don't know what happened, what this and that. But I'm just saying, like, I can't, like, what is it, bro? Like, how could you want to have, you know, a pretty woman and this and that, like Cassie, and then for whatever reason, whatever is triggering you, whatever dominance and shit like that, you feel you need to be on that. You got to just beat her into that type. Like you put feet on her, you kicked her, you stomped her. What type of shit is that? For years? Love really that deep? You really love that bitch that much? Was you doing this with J-Lo? Is that the reason why you couldn't get J-Lo back? You out here writing, I need a girl and all this and that shit. But is that the reason why? Ain't no telling, doggy. Ain't no telling. Uh, Apparently, allegedly, blew up a man's car after he learned that he was romantically interested in Miss Ventura. That is outrageous. Now, it is rumored that the man's car that was blown up was none other than Mr. Hmm himself. And that is Kid Cuddy. It said that once he told Cassie that he'll blow he'll blow my nigga's car up, that around that time, Cuddy's car really blew up in his driveway. That's crazy. And that's what I be saying. See, sometimes this life shit, this life shit, it can get tricky. This life shit is really, is really levels to this shit, bro. See, we down here playing these common folk games. Shoot niggas and robbing niggas and backdoing niggas and all this and that type shit. Bro, this nigga Diddy been getting money. This nigga Diddy been in circles. In this world, there's so much information that niggas we couldn't even imagine is 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 there to be had in this world there's things that go on we couldn't even again imagine to actually be the case again i remember the first time when niggas really went to the philippines and shit just being out there of like holy shit like i never even my i never in my life would have thought a place like this even exists it's really wild it's really the wild wild west like, 
this shit crazy. Who the fuck would have thought like shit like this is really on earth? That really let me know how big this bitch was. That shit really gave me perspective on like, yo, what the fuck? Niggas be thinking they lit because they found the plug. Yeah, you are lit because you found you found what, what was needed for you on this level. Imagine being at a level to where you tell a motherfucker, I'm going to blow your nigga car up. And you do it and you don't get caught. See, niggas like us, we try to do some goofy shit like that. We're going to get caught. Because we don't know. We don't know the we don't know the details. We don't know the specifics that need to be in place to do some shit like that on the low. But to make sure that message is truly sent, we're going to really go rogue with it. We're going to really jump out the window with it. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get caught. Through some, through some form or another, you're going to get caught because you're going to be too close. You're going to be too close. You're going to think that just because you didn't do it, that you're not, nigga, you only, you only one, one degree away from separation. They're going to put that together. That's where we at with it. Nigga like Diddy, he probably was six hands away from the shit. He knew a nigga that knew a nigga that know a nigga that definitely knows the one. The one has no idea that it started at Diddy. He probably only know from the third person. If that. If that. He might not even know no further than what the fuck they from what the person that told him to do it. But then again. That might be bullshit, too. Because maybe a nigga like Diddy might. Maybe that's the rules of the game, too. Maybe you don't want so many heads involved. So that could be bullshit, too. Maybe maybe Diddy did go direct. Ain't no telling. But that's insane. Imagine that. Imagine that. And that's why I be telling niggas. See, in hip-hop, especially in the black community, We we be doing a lot of bullshit and we love to Mr. Mr. Take Your Girl, Mr. Steal Your Girl, all this and that. And I've been saying and, and we all know it. So again, it ain't like it's the most pro most prolific thing when I say it. But we all know. Man, playing with a motherfucker's bitch, nigga, that's you playing with fire. You are playing with fire. And I can imagine. I can imagine. That even for a woman. I can imagine that even for a woman. uh, A woman that got the right kind of man. Like the nigga that she always wanted. All these bitches on internet. On the internet. Putting these lists down for their dream nigga. And all this and that shit. She might deal with the cheating, but if she felt like a, a bitch was really moving in on his heart, a bitch was really moving in, like that might take take him away from her. She might move the same goddamn way, playing with playing with people's partners, playing with people's loved ones. When it involves intimacy, that is a dangerous 
as game. That's a dangerous ass game. And clearly, clearly, this nigga Diddy be with the shits. He clearly be with the shits. Hold up. Because matter of fact, and I and, and, and for the longest, this has been my song for the longest. It's literally in my top 25 most played ever. And I always heard this line and just kind of wondered, like, is this rap cap or like, what's up? But hold up. Let me just try to find this shit right Yo, quick. Yo, this Chris Rock. Bars, not the ones that tell the long. Omer to the cold, met ballpark. 45 in my truck, fit trunk. Red bean detonators, who the pop? I handed over records, never charged the Damn, I can't find it. I used to see you niggas on my TV Damn, I can't find it. I wonder what was life like, was it all a I can't find it. Think quick. Rap game, so much fuck shit done. That's why this 45 and my truck fit trunks. Fuck a skateboard. Long story short, and I wish I I I really wish I could find it. I don't know where that shit at though. But Raw said it. I got relationships with all the trillest niggas. Jay Prince, so and so, and every Jeremy Henchman. Plenty killers with me, and I know that Diddy with it. And I always thought, is he talking about, like, Diddy? Like, Puff? Who he talking about? Who he talking about when he, when he say that? Plenty killers with me, and I know that Diddy with it. That line never, it never, it never lost me. Then you think about the fights, J. Cole fighting with Diddy. Drake fighting with Diddy. Apparently Diddy blowing up Wale's car. I mean, uh, Kid Cudi's car. Apparently, apparently, and I was trying to find this video, but I couldn't find it. Apparently, uh, the nigga Wale, the nigga Wale uh, was in the studio, was in the studio with fucking, uh, with Cassie. Diddy break in there. Hang a nigga over the over the motherfucking over the window over a balcony like Big Red, like Big Red did on uh, on the Five Heartbeats. That's crazy. That is crazy. Let's see. Ant tells Ant tells Wale what what's the name of that nigga's name? Ant Funk. Ant tells Wale's story. I don't know what the fuck. Aunt Glizzy, there we go. Here we go, right here. Hold up, because that's crazy. Here we go, right here. Let me play this bitch right quick. YouTube acting Where slow. Guy. It's a balcony in the studio, like an out balcony. You can see over the back. I swear to God, my grandmother, they got Wally over top of his feet. They got him off his feet, hanging off the balcony. Like, he hanging off the balcony. They dangling by his feet. I can't really hear what they saying. I'm like, shot, man, be quiet. Shot, shot, shot. I don't know what's going on. Shot, first of all, shot, go back and help Wally. This is man. He can go back to shot and he must uh, move. I swear to God. Shot, like, man, what they doing? I said, man, they got him over the balcony by his feet. They're like, man, no, nah, no, he don't. That ain't him. Like, show that is him. We knew it was him because we know what type of shoes Wale wore to the studio and we seen them jump up in the air so who put on Wale's shoes nobody that was Wale's feet over there so boom so I'm like Mo what the hell is going on but Wale had already hipped us to this that Diddy is crazy about this Cassie girl and nobody could be around her just that the third I don't know if she got a restraint 
she, I don't know if this her second restraining order on Diddy or did Wale get a restraining order. Somebody got a restraining order or a temporary restraining order that day. Like, I think she might have got a temporary restraining order from Diddy that day. Where for guy, it's a balcony. That's crazy. And I seen, I seen more uh, of that clip where he was like, this is something that I probably could have been said. Really wasn't my place to say it, but also... Before all these headlines and shit like that, nigga, if I would have said it, nobody would believe it. Nobody will believe this. It's not like Wale's going to come out and confirm it. Yeah, Cole might get on record and say his last fight was with Diddy. I, I don't think Drake's ever came out and said it. Not that I know, but the rumor is out there. That's a wild, that's wild, bro. That's wild. So, again, Diddy blowing up a car? To me, that's shocking. The homies was like, man, we been knew Diddy was all like this and this and that shit. I ain't know. Because really, I don't be looking in at niggas like, like, I just don't be, I don't be believing shit. I don't be believing shit. I don't be like, and I be believing shit, but it don't be, you know what I'm saying? I just don't really be paying attention to shit like that. But the homies was like, yeah, that was a little shocking, but not really. To me, that was very shocking. That is incredibly shocking to me. It's not even close to a not really. That is incredibly shocking to me that Diddy really been out here moving like this. Like this nigga really be thugging. Now, the homie that said that it wasn't really all that shocking to him, he also from New York. So he might have always heard just different stories and this and that of just like hey this nigga diddy be to me that was incredibly shocking if this is what happened you know now the last part is forced miss ventura to engage in sex acts with male sex workers while masturbating and filming the encounter Diddy likes to be on the swing and shit. I don't know if it's necessarily fair to call Diddy a cuck, even though that is kind of what the setting and environment and scenario would lend to describe. But in this situation, I don't know if that's, uh, that might be a little disrespectful. That might be disrespectful to call Diddy a cup. And I'll tell you what else. Niggas out here want to keep playing with Diddy's name with all the gay rumors and shit like that. Motherfuckers best watch out. Because clearly this nigga Diddy ain't the one to be played with. Clearly this nigga Diddy is not the one. Folks, best to start minding their business. Speaking on, maybe that should go for me as well. Said Diddy told her to grab that big old black dick. Tell me how it feel. How many? How many? How many you think he had in there at one time? I would say. 
A standard number would be two guys. Maybe you're getting you're you're getting a little wild if you got three niggas. I didn't I didn't been involved where I done pulled up to a crib and it was me and another nigga and then then and then oh oh girl husband. So we all just running down on her. So that's three niggas max. More than three is crazy. That that's wild. That's wild. Like that that's a freak bitch round. Like she really she she's going for it. She wants the gang bang. Y'all think Diddy was I think he had like more than two, three niggas in there at a time? Yeah, I think even more than just two. If he had more than two niggas in there at a time, he was really, you know what I'm saying? And I wonder, like, what, I wonder at what point, if ever, was she into it and then not into it? Like, at first, she might have been into it because he was into it and it's Diddy and she just want to be down and she just want to whatever the case may be. But that really wasn't, like, that ain't her. That's just not who she is. You know what I'm saying? But I wonder at what point was it going on and then all of a sudden she was just like, man, I don't, like, this just really not, I'm not trying to do this shit. Like, he doing too much. He asking way too much of the freak off. That's what they said. They called it freak off. You trying to do this shit weekly and all this and that. And, 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 and like I said a while ago, within the lifestyle, this is damn near weekly occurrence. It's just like it's just like sex you might have with your woman every day. If you got a healthy sexual relationship with your partner, y'all probably fucking multiple times a week. Y'all got love for each other. Y'all still attracted to each other. Y'all finding time, this and that. Y'all catering to each other's needs. So y'all fucking multiple times a week, at least twice a week. In the lifestyle, once that becomes a part of your sexual relationship, then yeah, you can do that every week. Like I said, at one point, man, I used to be pulling up to goddamn Marina Del Rey every weekend. Sometimes Friday and Saturday. Some weekends I'll pull up on Friday and Saturday. See some of the same heads in there from Friday night? They're on Saturday night. Maybe I maybe it's somebody new in there on Friday night. Maybe it's somebody different in there on Saturday night. But for the most times, I would see some of the same heads in there every weekend. Which granted, that's kind of why I started to get a little stale after a while. Because it was the same heads in that bitch every fucking weekend. So that's really kind of why I was like, I just kind of fell off with the shit. So I can see how how this could be a weekly thing, but man, if that's not who she is, and that's just something she's really kind of doing on your part, holy fuck, dude. Holy fuck, Puff. That's, whew. That's asking for a lot. Grab that big black dick. How that shit feel in you? And what he's saying to them? You like you like fucking her, huh? You you 
Now every time you go to the club and you hear me and you with your girl, you gonna think in the back of your head, yeah, I was fucking her and Diddy was recording. That's crazy. Take that, take that. You think he was saying that to the girl, to the to the niggas while he was take that, take that. He was saying it to both of them. It applied to both of them. She bent over, getting hit doggy. Mouth wide open. Put it in her mouth. Take that, take that. Then he told her, take that, take that, take that dick, take that dick. She's like, I can't get it. It's enough. It ain't enough. Can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop, bad boy. Bad boy. You think he was saying shit like that? You know, tell him. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. But anyways, on to the next one. Oh, well, what I will say is this too. And this is maybe the bigger part. This whole entire thing was a civil suit. This shit dropped on what, Thursday? This is when this came out on Thursday, maybe Wednesday, something like that. By Friday, I put this shit in my notes this week when it, when the story first came out. And I wrote, P. Diddy may be coming down, down, baby. Yikes. That was the initial. By Friday, I had to put dot, dot, settles within 24 hours. Let's go to this. And how do y'all feel about this? Damn, I didn't think I was going to spend this long on it. But at the same time. Coming back and getting puffed. I don't believe in that, man. When shit go down, speak on that shit right then or it's out of there. It should be null and void. You shouldn't even have no type of nothing. You, should be, you shouldn't be able to do shit unless you must let the people know what happened immediately. It should be a time limit on this shit. What happened was you was trying, you got around them motherfuckers stand up on love shit. This is what happened. I'm going to tell you what always happened, right? You was with a billionaire with all this bread all this time. And then you went, followed your heart to with a trainer. That motherfucker apartment got smiled in the bitch. That lifestyle fell off. Now it's struggle time. The love wearing off, and now you trying to come up with ways to figure out how to get paid. Now, now I'm healed, and I can talk about it. I want to expose niggas in my books. You did that. You you participated. You ain't say for nothing. You did that. So stand on that, man. Quit trying to expose people for money. Like, what the? Nah, that apartment got small. You and that dude, you left for love. You let your homegirls hype you up when you was with him you let them homegirls hype you up to tell you girl he treating you bad he cheating on you he messing with them back and getting bills that was slim thug houston's finest houston's very own that is a point to look at as well and that's kind of like i was telling the homies i don't know if all this is true I don't know if it's lies. I don't know if Diddy wrong. I don't know if he right. Especially when it comes to the sex shit. Now, the the beating on her and all this and that, if that did take place and blowing up niggas' cars and allegedly hanging niggas over the goddamn balcony and all this and that shit, 
excuse me. That's incredible. That's wild. But even the whole, even, you know, him hiring the sex workers, like, that's wild, too. Uh, if that wasn't something she was trying to be down with. But why not make it a criminal case? Why are you suing for $30 million? What does... For what? Now, like I told the partners, I don't know if it was the JBP or maybe it was the Brilliant Idiot, something like that. A pod I was listening to, but they were saying, like, sometimes motherfuckers, they'll settle just to kill the story. Diddy settled this shit quick. He settled this shit quick. He worth, what, damn near a billion dollars, some shit like that? He he definitely worth hundreds of millions. This little 30 million, whatever, take it, for sure. I ain't trying to hear about this shit no more. You can have it. Whatever. Take it, bitch. That's a hell of a come up. It is Cassie. I'd imagine she relatively cold out here. I ain't heard or seen nothing from her in years. How's she getting money? She been fucking with Diddy forever. Lifestyle, all this and that. Draped up and dripped out. Lifestyle in Louis Vuitton. Could it be? I need to come up. And this 30 million really going to set me off. So, yeah, nigga, I'm finna tell it all. Because you was doing foul shit. But like Slim was saying, well, why not say it back then? Why not go to the boys? Why not go to the boys if, you know, you know about a nigga blowing up a car? Why not go to the boys when you know he done hung a nigga over the balcony in the studio? Big Red style. My office is only open from 9 to 5. Don't be asking me about my books. I'm really thugging. Why not go back then? You done went to your mama's in them house, apparently, allegedly. Battered and bruised. Nobody, again, Diddy Powerful. I seen a clip last night of some shorty of one of his sides. She said she felt the way, so she dropped videos to prove that they was in a relationship and all this and that shit. He goes, TMZ is working on the story right now with you and Tristan Thompson. She said she ain't never met Tristan Thompson a day in her life. Again, that really made me think, nigga, it's levels to this shit. This game of life we playing, boy, you got to learn how to play. And at a certain level, shit is different. Imagine that. This nigga Diddy just calling up TMZ, hey, plant this, write this. Are they really fact-checking how true it is? Are they asking Diddy, what, what evidence do you have? Is this really? Maybe, maybe not. But it's Diddy. And since he asking us and we know who it is, we going to tax him because he coming to us. Or maybe we don't tax him. We just appreciate the relationship. He going to pay it back in some form or fashion. Hey, put this out there. Just take the heat off me and put it on somebody else. That's a great, that's a great pick. 
Tristan, he he intermingled with the Kardashians. So now Chloe in the mix. Another cheating scandal, this and that shit. Yeah, fuck with fuck all this, this, this nobody girl and Diddy. Let's put it on the other media darlings. Put that shit on the Kardashians. Put that shit with Tristan. Have Chloe in there. This is the kind of games niggas is playing. So, yeah, it's possible that, yeah, very much so of like, yeah, nah, we, I, 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 I've been wanting to say something I could have, but I was scared and maybe she just knew the truth. Man, this nigga Diddy too powerful. He too powerful. But if he was too powerful back then, why he ain't that powerful now? Why ain't he that powerful now that you felt like you could say it? And you coming from the, for the cake. So much so that when you did say it, the nigga gave you whatever it was that you wanted, whatever y'all agreed to within a day. Within a day, you got it. And you probably can never speak on it again. Why not be why 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 not Ben say something? It's a tough one. It's a tough one. It is a tough one. Oh, uh, guys, actually, I'll get into that a little later. Here's a question I want to ask. Because my nigga Weezy sent me a video today. I keep slouching down and getting all out of frames. So maybe I do need to. Or I can just zoom out a little bit. That's what I do. I just zoom out a little bit. Uh, this nigga Weezy sent me some video of mad goddamn NBA players and all this and that shit fucking with white women. And it had this funny ass song. Hold up. I'll play the video right quick because it was kind of funny. Uh, but it just made me think like, damn. It says, the video's uh, caption says, black NFL players picking their partners. It shows Odell Beckham with a white woman. It showed Reggie Bush with a white woman. I don't know who this nigga is, but he got a a, a, a gray, blonde, whatever you, platinum-haired white woman. Uh, I don't know who this nigga is. He got a white bitch. There's something for you. I don't know who this nigga is. He got a white bitch. Right, if you're black, nothing for you. <laughs> if you're black, nothing for you. <laughs> like, where'd that even come from? <laughs> you know? Oh, uh, shit. Even a nigga. Some, I, I have no idea who this kid is, who this man is, this guy is. Uh, But he went to my high school. He went to my high school. He played with my uh, best friend's little brother. Uh, they won a state championship, this and that shit. And this guy, he's in a league now. He's in the NFL. Uh, and he has a white woman. Now, granted, do, I, again, I can't speak for bro personally, but what I can speak to is, well, his environment. Like mine, he went to Northside. So he's accustomed to being around white chicks. That's just what he's accustomed to. Dealing with white women and shit like that. So 
It's like, damn, all right, my nigga got on and got him a white woman too. But it ain't nothing new to him, but that's just what he got. So it just made me think, like, you know, I had to ask, like, are black men legit better off with white women? Are white women truly better for black men? Why do rich athletes keep a white bitch on them? Why does it, what, what's up with that? So me and Weezy was kind of having a conversation about it. You know, and I was saying, I was like, man, I was like, man, I really want to do a pod because I want to have a general conversation of do we really think white women are best for black women? I mean, black men or, you know, are, 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 are they genuinely invested and have our best interests at heart? And a parallel I made just for the mix. <laughs> I'm like, I, I was like, it's almost like Emperor Door. Emperor Door is uh is a is a local liquor in the Philippines. It's a brandy. It's a dark. And I was like, it was great with this standard mix for what a dark liquor is. Coke. Brown on brown. Black on black. However you want to call it. It was the best. But then it became fantastic when somebody decided to mix it and go light with the Sprite. To this day, I don't know who it was. I actually think it might have been my nigga Noonie. I think it might have been Noonie that ordered the first Emperor Doran Sprite. And when he did that, the shit spread like wildfire. That's all niggas was ordering. Let me get an Emperor Doran Sprite. That shit was just hitting. That shit was hitting. It took the it took the drink from great to fucking fantastic. And then somebody had the fucking brilliant once in a lifetime fucking idea to mix that shit with goddamn tea. Because what we realized was, yo, you can damn near mix this drink with anything and it works. You mix that drink with an orange soda and it damn near tastes like a creamsicle. It was crazy. It was crazy. You mix that goddamn Emperor Light, that shit really used to hit. And like I said, somebody mixed that shit with tea and that's when it just went to a whole nother level. You know, um, and Weezy was saying, you know, I think from a psychology standpoint, we have an advantage from dating certain whites. Uh, and, and and so I asked, I'm like, I'm like, what you mean? You know, and this is just I'm and I'm not gonna play what he said just because I ain't gonna play what he said. But this is something that I was saying. See, now I guess my question is and I think I mean I think that can be a solid point. But then that goes back to me saying like but are they genuinely invested? Like, do they genuinely do they genuinely have like your best interest at heart? And that's not me trying to say like white bitch is just the devil. Like, I ain't trying to get into that. But it does just make me really wonder. Like, just seeing that with all them niggas with white bitches, and it also makes me wonder like what's the percentage like within the league and shit like that of niggas with with white bitches but like i don't know i don't know it just 
Really, I don't know what I'm trying to say for real, for real. It just makes me wonder, like, are white women truly, like, the best option for a nigga? And, and that's very, very hard for me to believe. But it does, I don't know, like I said. So then he goes, no, nah, that makes a lot of sense. I don't know, man, that's a great point. Like, as far as them being genuinely interested, or they think we just, or they just think we fine. Like, what is it? What is it that makes white women want to date a black man what is it what is it that makes a black man want to date a white woman like i said i want and aspire for black love i hope that it all i i really i want black ass kids would i be shocked if i married a white woman at this day and age yeah just because i didn't have black love and i just know that like that's just better. And I didn't try and, and when I've dealt with white women, it's been cool and all that. Like, don't get me wrong, it's always been cool. It's been great, but it ain't been that. So would I be shocked if I did fuck around and marry a white woman? Yeah, I'd be shocked. But at the same time, I really wouldn't because it's not like dating a white woman is something so new to me. It's not like it's something that's just so foreign to me. You know? Um and, and so then I'm like, I'm like, well, like the ones that are with us, do they genuinely love us? And maybe even a better question is, do we genuinely love them? Like, yeah, we might rock with and love the one and love the one we with, but do we really love them? Do we really fuck with with white women like that? Do they really fuck? With black men like that? Like, what is it? What is it for a white woman that has dated white men to now all of a sudden start dating black men? It is not even so much that it's like she's only dating black men, but she just dates black men. Because you know, like, like we didn't discuss before. We had it wrong. This whole time, once she go black, she don't go back. We've been thinking this. No, it's because her people ain't. What? What? The only white niggas, and it's the God's honest truth. Tell me I'm lying. I dare somebody to tell me I'm lying. I dare somebody to tell me I'm lying. The only white men that are comfortable with knowing their woman, their white woman, has dated and fucked a black man before, are white niggas that are cool with watching their woman continue to be fucked by black men. I'm telling you that them the only ones. Outside of that, and I could be wrong with this. Outside of that, ain't no white woman telling her 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 white partner that she used to date a black dude. That she then fucked black men before. She not telling that. She taking that to her fucking grave. She taking that to her fucking grave. She not she not she not saying that. She not telling that. 
because she can't go back. Once you go black, your ass do not go back. That's point blank, period. Point blank fucking period. And it ain't got nothing to do with us. It's got all to do with them. We don't want your ass no more. You damaged fucking goods. You went over there and laid with a nigga. You went and let it and let let a black man put that nigger dick in you? That's what you did? And you think you're gonna bring your ass back over here to us? Taint it. Bitch, you got to be playing. Bitch, what? How much boosie you been listening to? That's how comfortable, that's how much you started fucking with boosie? You got so comfortable listening to set it off and listening to goddamn young thug that you thought just because I like to listen to that shit every now and then too that you could go fucking nigga and then let me know about it. Bitch, you done lost all your goddamn mind. You done lost every last fucking bit of your goddamn mind. It really makes me wonder, guys. And maybe I'm just stuck in some old racist way of looking at it or some shit. I don't know. Maybe I'm not giving motherfuckers the benefit of the doubt when they say the I don't see color and all. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. But I really would like to know why and what it is that white women that date black men, what is your reasoning? Why do you like to why do you date black men? Especially if you dated white men before. Or and again, maybe like I said, because I know I'm open to all type of women and this and that shit. So, but I feel like it's different for guys. So I don't know. But then at the same time, I don't know because I don't think white guys look at it. I don't think white guys are as open as maybe black guys are. I think black guys really will date all type of women. I think white guys really are set in. I'm only dating a white woman or an Asian woman. That's about it. Niggas, we going to date a white woman. We'll date a black woman. Obviously. We'll date an Asian woman. We'll definitely date a Latin woman. A Spanish, like, we'll, no questions asked. We'll date a Middle Eastern woman. No questions asked. Not even, none. Like, oh, I fuck with you, you fuck with me? Yeah, for sure. White niggas, I don't think white niggas moving like that. I don't believe white niggas move like that. So, it's just like, Wow. If a if a if a white woman that doesn't only date black men, like she's dated black men, but she don't only date black men, it's like how did you get there? And what what is it that would make you still open to that in the future, or whatnot? Maybe I think I kind of get it for like a a white bitch that's like a snow bunny that's only dated black like only dated niggas before like. Maybe she just went to black schools. Maybe she just grew up around black people, some shit like that. Like, I don't know, but it really makes me wonder. It really makes me wonder. Uh, On to another topic. 
I seen a woman post from L.A., and she was saying, matter of fact, I will just find it because it should be right here somewhere. Uh, notifications because little bitch tried to get on me a little bit. Holy fuck. It wasn't supposed to be all this, guys. Seriously. It, like, it wasn't supposed to be all this. Jesus Christ. Um, this is why you can't be getting in the comments because niggas just be like, damn, I ain't, I shouldn't even have went back and forth with Shorty because all, all, it wasn't even that goddamn deep. It wasn't that goddamn deep. So a Shorty posts on, uh, she tweets and then they repost on the suburban LA shit. She goes, it's really hard to find nice guys in L.A. that really want their own family, educated, have a legit hustle to generate generational wealth, doesn't do hardcore drugs, and are willing to go to therapy to heal their mental health. I'm like, shit, that's cool. I don't see nothing wrong with the list. Until you get to have a legit hustle to generate generational wealth. Again, now, this is from a black woman. Uh, again, guys, I, I, I have to put the onus on fucking Kevin Hart. I have to put the onus on Jay-Z. I have to put the onus on fucking the Rock Nation brunch. Maybe um, maybe I'm just a stupid nigga that is limiting myself and not thinking shit is possible and all. Like That very well could be the case. But I truly feel like the word generational wealth, once niggas learned that shit, we just we just never let it go. Is that a bad thing? Maybe not. Probably not. Do I think it's a bad thing? No. I just think it's annoying. So I say this list is fine until you get to generational wealth. And I know the lady's going to kill me for not, for not saying that's a bare minimum. But if you take the words to the literal context is meant for, it's nothing bare or minimum about generational wealth. Now you disqualifying the IT guy making $160,000 a year because he has a job instead of a hustle to pass down to, uh, to, pass down to generations that possibly never generated wealth for the first one. Then LaMama replies to me, and let me just get to these goddamn replies because holy shit, like, it wasn't supposed to be that deep. The girl goes, that's what generational wealth meant for you. I said have a legit hustle to generate. Now, again, this is just, that's the part that really, that kind of blew me too of like, well, how you going to not incorporate what else you said? Like, it's not like I pulled the whole generational wealth out of my ass. Like, that's what you said. Like, yeah, you did say have a legit hustle to generate, but all right. She goes, laugh out loud. Never said they had to be already. They never never said they already uh, had to be doing that. They had to be already doing that. And I go, first, let me say, I don't want to argue. Second, my use of you was general and not meant to specifically go at you. But now I ask, generate what, though, if it's not generational wealth? She replies, 
You're trying to get me to say I want someone generating millions right now in this economy instead of just reading what I said the first time. I read exactly what you said the first time. You said have a legit hustle that generates generational wealth. I'm lit in this very moment, I'm looking at the tweet. It says that really want their own family, educated, have a legit hustle to generate generational wealth. There's no argument here. Generational wealth needs to be a goal. That's literally it. I'm not trying to get you to say anything. That's what I reply. I'm not trying to get you to say anything. I read it and it says a legit hustle to generate generational wealth. I said nothing about them doing it now or later. I simply said the list is fine until you, which I now assume is your tweet. I didn't know. Get to that because someone who may possibly be making good money may be disqualified because their goal isn't to create that, which is asking for a lot because to create something that is substantial as generational wealth is not a small feat. I'm not saying you're wrong or don't deserve it. I just see how I just see how it can now be tough. That's all. She goes, I understand what you're saying, but the right guy for me is going to want the same things as me. If not, it's only right he's disqualified. I'm not mad at that. Men do it all the time. Don't get me wrong, though. I do believe people coming into your life for a reason. So discernment is always used on my end to help me learn the things I need to learn from that person. For shizzle. There's some other girl replies. Generational wealth could mean having a 410, uh, having a 410K. I said a 410. 401K, having insurance. Hell, having the ability to add kids to your health insurance. Investing in stocks, home ownership, saving, etc. At least have one form to pass down. It's not that hard. For sure. But again, like I said initially, if you take it for the literal context it's meant for, and maybe this is where I could be wrong, because maybe generational wealth is exactly that. Having home ownership, having stocks that you've been investing in for mad years and now you can pass it down. But you might have a, you might have a stock in something. You might not have a lot of shares. Like again, what are, we're talking about wealth and we're talking about generational. I'm going to be honest. I don't think having no goddamn life insurance policy is going to generations. We're just talking about passing something down to your kids. That's cool. Okay, that's cool, but that's not generational. That's just being able to pass something down to your kids, bro. And again, this is where I could be wrong. Maybe the generational wealth is just that. But when I think about from the niggas we done learned it from, which are multi, multi, multi-millionaires, it makes me think of at least your kids' kids. Having something to pass down to your kids' kids. Or maybe just having a business that you can pass down and maybe your kids can boost it up for your kids' kids. Almost like Ahern. 
they got bought out by United Rentals. It's at the shop that I work at. Last year, they they just got bought out. In December, they was Ahern. By January of this year, they were United Rentals. Bought them niggas out, big cash. Started out in Vegas, got mad. They got mad shops and stores around the nation, especially from uh, Central America out west. Is They out there, based out of Vegas, whatever the case. Shit started in 1953. I don't know who started it. I don't know, bro, that started it is still alive or what. But whoever run the shit, if if it still was family-owned, whoever run it, yeah, they got some generational wealth now. And they started something that was able to be passed down a generation or two. And then they bought it out, and now they're doing what they got to do. So I feel that as well. But again, we talk savings, bitch. What savings? We talk about generational wealth. What savings? Is it multi-millions? If it ain't multi-millions, who you passing it down to? It's just your fucking kids. And they might run through that shit in a year. What the fuck are we talking about? Stocks, again. If you ain't got hella shares... We already know. That's that's the argument between crypto and insurance. I mean, crypto and insurance. Crypto and stocks. Yeah, it's cool to have stocks, but you might be waiting 25 years just for 10%. Maybe a 50% return. Maybe, maybe just to triple your money. You might be 25 years fucking with, fucking with goddamn crypto. You might fuck around in 50 times your money in a month or two. And you can lose it all. Same way you could in the stock. But I don't know if stocks really create no goddamn generational wealth like that. And that was the last one that I seen. That was the last one that I seen. Now apparently somebody else didn't put it. Now they own me. Your lack of comprehension may be the problem. She said having a hustle to build generational wealth. Meaning... She likely does that and would like a partner willing to do the same, you know, sacrifice now so your family can have more in the future. She didn't say be a millionaire, be an entrepreneur, or even a street hustler. She's simply asking for a man to go hand to, to go hand for his family. My question is, why are all y'all content saying what y'all can't do and who will be passed up? I'm realizing many black men have no idea how hard black women hustle crazy because so many watch your moms do some alone and y'all are still missing it bro we talking about generational wealth why are we bringing up generational wealth if you talking about shorty didn't ask for a millionaire i didn't say she did ask for a millionaire all i simply said was again and maybe she right I feel like I read that shit well. I said the list was fine. Oh, and again, like I said, maybe I'm thinking about generational wealth being way grander than what it is. And if that's the case, then yes, I totally see how I'm missing the whole point. I totally see how I'm reading it all wrong. But if generational wealth is what I'm looking at it as and thinking of it is, as really, really, really 
passing something down, then, yeah, man, I think she is asking for a millionaire. I ain't say nothing about a street hustler. Or, like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just simply saying, like, I'm just simply saying. If we talking about generational wealth, because being wealthy versus being rich are two different things. But I do understand that wealth is also, it is being rich, but also you can be wealthy maybe in spirit. Maybe you can be wealthy in just stability. I don't know. Again, like I said, maybe maybe they right. Maybe I'm just looking at the whole generational wealth thing as way grander than what it literally is. But matter of fact, let's Google. What's the meaning of generational wealth? Because if it does mean uh if it does mean that your ass really got to be caked up then hey you know the term generational wealth refers to any asset any assets passed down by one generation of a family to another the assets can include stocks bonds real estate family business and other investments so okay i'm looking at it wrong all right Generational wealth. You can buy a house for sure. Pass that down to your kids. Pass that down to your family for sure. Stocks, again, pass that down to your kids. Pass that down to your family. Stocks might be worth $1,000. They could be worth millions. I guess that's really up to you for sure. Real estate, like I just said. Family business, Ahern. I get it. Whoever started that, whatever dude uh, started that, Pass it down to whoever you pass it down to, and now the shit going crazy. For sure. I get it. Uh, and any other investments? Okay. So, all right. I was looking at it wrong. Maybe it's not that hard. For sure. For sure. Uh, anyways, and what is else? What else do we have? Uh, oh, let me get. This is going to be quick. Let me just say. I see how now motherfuckers be fucking on their teachers. I get it. Because of shit like this. This is how niggas be beating down their teachers. I don't know if a nigga wrote this, if a little boy wrote this, or a little girl. But I'm going to read this letter. Dear Miss So-and-so, I never thought I would actually appreciate a teacher like how I appreciate you. I'm very grateful to say you were my teacher. Every day... If my day was bad, being in your class made it 100 times better. You were the only teacher to show that you cared for me. The day I told you about my mother, you were there for me. Every time I got in trouble, you were there to calm me down and reason with me. To this day, I still pray for your well-being and cherish every moment in your class. And I hope that if you will and I hope that you will forever be in my life. I love you. Love, so-and-so. From the handwriting, it kind of looks like it was a little girl that wrote it. Uh, But imagine that. Imagine that. You getting these kind of letters from students. 
you a woman. They pouring their heart out to you. They really, they was really spitting in this shit. That if I if, if somebody wrote that for me, I'd be feeling like, damn, like shit. That really touched me. That really touched me right there. Like, shit, I got love. I got love for you now. I was just fucking with you at first. I thought you was a cool little kid. This and that. I can see whatever, whatever. I thought, like, I had a little bond with you. Now you done wrote this. You done poured your little shit out like this. I fuck with you. I fuck with you. I see all these teachers be getting caught up now. Y'all better stop letting these little kids pour their little hearts out to y'all like that. <laughs> y'all better, y'all better relax. Y'all better relax. Let these little motherfuckers, you feel me? That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I just wanted to, cause I see it. I you, you see all these goddamn teachers here here lately, fucking all these little students, young too, twelve and thirteen. They ain't even really, they ain't even really fucking on the juniors and seniors like that. No, like they hitting little middle schoolers and shit like that. Like, that's crazy. I just seen the story the other day. Bitch, fucking on an 11 year old by his school. He must have wrote a crazy letter. Like, what the fuck is an 11 year old saying? First, it make you think he even interested in sex at that age. And then what is he saying to make you feel like you supposed to be the one to give it to him? What got you so aroused and in your like, huh? What is it? That's crazy. But anyways, guys, my uh, my shit about to die. I was gonna get into a uh into a Drake review with scary hours, but my shit is a uh my like I said, my camera about to die on me. I've been going for an hour 20. So now let me just get into the motherfucking song of the week. And when I mean to tell y'all this has been song of the week, it has been song of the week, boy. This shit too crazy. So although I'm not going to get into a Drake review, we are going to be playing some Drake for the damn, uh, Put it down. What's the name? Do I even have this shit? I ain't even download this shit. Hold up. That's crazy. That's crazy. But yeah, this uh what what's today? Sunday? Thursday, I probably listened to this song 20, 30 times at work on repeat. So much so that shit damn near killed my battery. This is really my fucking shit right here. Drake went too crazy on this song. That I know of a team. Broken pinky promises. You fucked up our Bahamas trip. I know that you're not for me. Hey, I'm tired of your apologies. You put the no women over me. Know that you're not for me. I'm fighting for you, Jack. I'm fighting for you, Jack. My 
My friends say they want me, but I don't have the energy. Ooh. I'm tired of your apologies. Broken pinky promises. You fucked up my Bahamas trip. I know that you're not for me. Living in my mind for free. And for someone you don't miss, I, I should feel like somebody you need. You ain't got nowhere to be. It's cause you should have been with me. The list of things we could have been. I see you in my dreams I fucked up over T3 Promise I won't cause a scene I got too much respect for me That was Bahama Promises by Drake off his latest album for all the dogs. God, that is such a... I I damn near want to run it back. I am going to run it back just after the pod. Uh, But anyways, guys, this has been another one. Another great episode, episode 160 of the Wildin' for Respect podcast. I appreciate all the listeners, whether you listen for the first five minutes, ten minutes, or you run through this whole entire thing. Shout out everybody worldwide that be listening to it. It's not a lot of you, but y'all niggas do be worldwide. I can't even cap. I can't even cap. I don't know how y'all stumbled across it. Shout out SoundCloud. Uh, But you own it, so I fuck with you. Shout out YouTube. It don't be a lot of you, but y'all be tapping in somewhere, somehow. So tune in next week. I'm fighting for you, Jack. I'm fighting for you, Jack. Niggas is violent. You ain't got nowhere to be.